everyone. Welcome to the Going International podcast. This episode today is in relation to Brazil, and I welcome my colleague and partner in Grand Thorn Brazil, Daniel Maranhão, who will introduce himself. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Cristina, and thank you for the invitation to participate in this podcast. So just a brief presentation. Uh, my name is, as mentioned, Daniel Maranhão. I am the CEO of Grand Thorn Brazil. Also, I am a member of the IBC director uh, for the, our network in Grand Thornton. Thanks very much for introducing. Um, I won't be picking up too much on the Portuguese, even though I'm originally Portuguese as well, <laughs> as you know. <laughs> um, so we might just stay to, you know, tuned on the on the um, English register for today. <laughs> Mas, muito obrigada. So, so tell us, Daniel, what brings businesses to Brazil? What is unique about the region? Sure. Um, there is a couple of points that I would like to highlight here. Um, so just starting to say what's, what's really bringing Brazil. First, the Brazil is the largest economy in Latin America. It's equivalent to more than 40% of Latin America economy. We are ranked between 8 and 10 largest economy in the world. Usually we are between uh, this rank. Our population here is about two, 223 million people being the seventh largest consumer market in the world. And by 2023, uh, we'll be the, 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 the fifth largest economy. That's the, uh, the, the estimate for the, the future. In addition to that, um, in terms of extension, the territorial extension, Brazil is the fifth large country in the world. Uh, we have 7.5 thousand kilometers of sea coast, which makes uh, Brazil the 16th longest na national coastline in the world. Um, and more than that, Christina, uh, Brazil is considered is considered to be the, the central, this financial center of the South America. Uh, we have a, a fully availability of natural resources to explore um, in, in, in terms of the agriculture, mining, gold, and, and other ones. <clears throat> uh, our uh, GDP, just to, to give a, a flavor in terms of how we are doing in Brazil, our GDP grows in 2019 was 1.2 percent in 2020 uh, we our GDP was negative 4.1 mainly because of the, the pandemic and in 2021 um, our GDP was 4.6 and we are estimating our forecasting I mean uh, for 2022 our GDP to be around 1.4 percent. That's, I mean, uh, uh, some, <clears throat> some can say informations that uh, why Brazil uh, is interest for the foreign investors. And, and that's really interesting in terms of even the statistics that you share there on the GDP growth. Uh, because obviously, even though, uh, you know, impacted by the pandemic in 2020, obviously the ability to recover that in the following year was, you know, uh, impressive. 
um, you know, at, at the 4.6 percent growth in 2021. That's really good. And I was very interested in the comment that you made about being the, you know, being the financial center of South America. Um, tell me a bit, a bit about why is that? I mean, usually when the when the the, the, the foreign investors are looking for to come for, let's say, South America or even maybe Latin America, <clears throat> they they came they came to Brazil uh, uh, to start to look um, where where to invest, and uh, and they when they decided let's say to to invest, I mean, usually. Uh, they put their red quarter here in, in, in Brazil, mainly in Sao Paulo city, uh, where I am based here in Brazil. Uh, why is that? I mean, because our, let's say, infrastructure is, is, is considered to be, in terms of Sao Paulo city, very good. Um, also, uh, as I mentioned before, I mean, being Brazil uh, represents more than Let's say 40% of Latin America uh, makes sense to be the, the, the headquarters to be here in, in, in Sao Paulo City or in Brazil. Um, I can add something in addition to that, uh, Christina, uh, that the Brazil, I mean, the private health business sector in Brazil uh, represents 70, uh, between 70 and 80% of the GDP of Brazil and the workforce. Um, we have a, a, um, also a huge opportunity to invest in infrastructure looking for today and the future, like, for example, such as uh, water treatment, roads, rail roads, ports, energy, uh, and agribusiness, health system, real estate technologies are some examples that I'm sharing with you, the opportunities that you have here in Brazil. Um, because, I mean, uh, we, we face, I mean, uh, can say for sure some problems in Brazil because of we are huge in terms of territory. Therefore, there are a lot of, uh, can say, opportunities to invest uh, around Brazil. Um, take the point that you mentioned why Brazil could be the, 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 the financial center for Latin America. As I mentioned, I mean, um, Brazil can, can, can be maybe compared uh, to our can say neighbor, neighbors yeah, around South America. Uh, I think we are the, the the most robust international monetary, monetary reserve in the, the region. Um, uh, our national financial system is fully integrated with with the gov with the government departments and the private sectors in order to monitor the market and and it is is been doing very deeply. Uh, and the main reason is to to create a very, you can say, uh, a consolidated and trustable and trustable. Something strange, but during the pandemic, our capital markets grow a lot based on the number of IPOs that happen, and in terms of the, the capital raise for the companies. The companies. That's some some information, Christina. Christina, that I, I I really want to share with the audience. And and that is really interesting in terms of you know uh, the activity that you're observing in your region around mergers and acquisitions and the opportunities to grow through acquisition i think that is really valid um to you know to, to the audience and to people thinking about brazil as a jurisdiction to invest in 
Um, one thing you mentioned that I'm, you know, aware of in terms of even working in engagements with Brazil in my own clients, and I'm particularly interested in exploring. You mentioned about the integration um, in terms of the national financial system with with government departments. And in terms of what I want to explore with you is maybe letting the audience aware of the, you know, the compliance complexities associated with with Brazil, because it is important that um, people are planning ahead and are aware of them. So maybe without naming client names, are you able to share a couple of maybe examples of disaster situations maybe and how to um how to you know address them or plan ahead in terms of those complexities sure of course um as you say i mean uh, we have the, the two face of the coins i mean uh, the good the good ones the, the bad one um i will share with you i mean some something that i mean is not so can say good for for Brazil. Our um, just starting our can say tax system is very complex here mm-hmm. in Brazil. Uh, well, one of the most complex tax system in, in the world. That's I mean create a lot of can say uh, confusions uh, when the investors arrive in Brazil and very difficult to to understand. Uh, Brazil is is hanged. As the most complex jurisdiction, as I mean, being very directly, and is even investors really intend to come to Brazil. I mean, uh, as I mentioned before, the large opportunist, but uh, he needs to to have a long term vision to operate in Brazil. Uh, we have in Brazil a lot of can say foreign companies uh, operate in Brazil, but they are being, they are operating for long term. The, the 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 investor cannot can say think to Brazil. As I mean, uh, to to invest for a very short period. Why that? Because um, the economy is a kind of a cycle. I mean, uh, go up and down. In Brazil, is is, is like that. I mean, uh, uh, during the let's say five seven years, you, our economy can do well, but uh, for sure in the next years, did not doing so well. Um, and usually when we have elections in Brazil or close to, to elections of president in Brazil, we have a lot of, can say, stability in terms of the, in the economy. Uh, that makes, I mean, uh, the foreign exchange currents fluctuate a lot. Um, the capital markets start to be more, can say, volatile yeah. um, and create a lot of, can say, confusion or doubts in, in, in the mind of the investors. Uh, because you are looking very short for short terms, but uh, if you look in the long term, uh, I would say that the companies can, can are making and can make a lot of money in Brazil. But it has to be long term vision, not short term vision for for Brazil. Yeah, that's very that's a, a very interesting point because obviously, you know, even though there are uncertainties with those you know fluct- fluctuations and complexities, but once once you stick to it there are plenty of opportunities once you know the marketplace yes that's right if you if you know that where you're operating uh you can can do can do great but uh if you are can say come to brazil uh to, and, and, and what i'm saying here is 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 something that really happened with some companies that we we advise it uh, or some companies that we 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 knew that 
they they didn't did a great job in Brazil, mainly because they arrived in Brazil, uh, they did not can say uh, um, hire advisors uh, to help them to understand the environment uh, where they are operating, uh, to understand the tax complex in Brazil, uh, even to know uh, the, the states of Brazil, because as I mentioned, Brazil has um, a very big extension in terms of territory. We, we have a 27, if not wrong, states in Brazil, uh, where each state has a specific state tax system and, 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 and cities tax system that makes more complex, not only the federal tax system. Yeah. Uh, with a local cultures, each state has your uh, local culture. Even for us uh, um, Brazilians, we need to understand very deeply uh, the culture of each state. If you go there uh, thinking that a guy from South Brazil are going to do a very great job uh, operating, a, you can say, a, a, um, Grand Thornton in less than northeast of Brazil, North Brazil, it's not make, we are not going to make success because the culture is totally different. You need to, to spoke and think as locally based on the culture that they have. And, and that is very interesting because if I do a parallel to a previous podcast that we did um, with India, India would be there would be similarities in terms of, you know, the complexity per region. And that is something that is really important uh, to to grasp when thinking about investing. The location is important, understanding the culture in that location, the tax system, the complexities, those implications. Um, and and the rigidity of the, the system around you know, that compliance, um, namely in terms of the labor law protections or um, in terms of maybe the relationship that you need to establish directly with the local tax authorities. Um, all of that is really key um, to, to being successful. So maybe if, if you allow me to explore um, what would, how could, could you know, businesses avoid, I suppose, the typical um, disaster situations? Like if we get into the, that minutiae of the planning ahead, what would be your, your tips or how can GT help? Christina, uh, good question. Um, but just before I enter in, in how GT can, can help, I'd like just to highlight two points here that I mean, I think worthwhile to share with the audience. Is that <clears throat> Brazilian? Um, when, you are, when you talk about politicians, our polit environment of politicians is is a kind of a, seen as a corruption skin. The politicians in Brazil um, uh, are very, you can say, famous in the world, based on they always they try to get bribed to do business in Brazil. That's something that I I hope um, it's changed for the future. Uh, we have seen some change i mean uh, with new politicians come to the to the ground um also with uh, i can say new laws that was implemented by the the, the, the federal government as a anti-corruption practice and, and others um also because some examples that you have seen in brazil that politicians are going to the jail uh it's something that i mean uh there is a trend to to change uh, for the future, 
uh, and you have seen some something like that currently. But uh, you cannot disregard if you come to Brazil. You need to uh, to be aware of that, you know, and also to not enter in, in kind of this program in Brazil. Uh, in addition to that, to uh, to, to 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 close the last point in terms of uh, what's not so good in Brazil is a lack of qualified professions in certain regions of Brazil, as, as you mentioned, because of the extensions and sometimes, so not sometimes, because of lack of infrastructure and the good education system in Brazil. So that's our two topics that we'd like to, to, to mention and close for the, the disaster that could be great uh, in Brazil if you are not aware. Uh, a grand tour, I mean, how we can really help uh, the investors? Uh, putting our experienced uh, professions at the disposal of our clients or the, the companies that want to, to operate in Brazil. As I mentioned, if you are not advised by good professionals or good, can say, consulting companies uh, with re really deep experience in Brazil, Mark, uh, you can enter in some problems. Uh, as Grant Thornton, always try to provide pragmatic solution, pragmatic solutions, which allows the client to focus on doing business and let the, the, the let's say, uh, um, other things like tax, uh, labor, and papers, we try to get that and help the client in this, <clears throat> in this area and, and leave the client really to focus on what they know to do in terms of the, the business that they are that they operate, um, we can also helping uh, the clients to develop an appropriate financial, tax, and site location planning to structure the business. I mean that's also is important uh, because uh, some regions has some tax incentives. Uh, some cities they can give can say. Uh, um, uh, land to build plants with uh, some incentives or sometimes with with no cost involved. So if you are not advised by good professionals, you can increase your cost a lot um, because you are not taking the advantage of those tax incentives and, and location that we have in Brazil. Uh, using our com com competence and relationship with the major banks, law firms, entrepreneurs, companies, uh, uh, we can also uh, uh, give opportunities uh, to the, the foreign investors, talk with other players in the market, because we believe that's very important. Uh, you understand uh, the visions from, from those institutions that operate and, and have relevance in Brazil. As I mentioned, banks, law firms, uh, entrepreneurs, uh, private equities, and investment funds are those that we believe can share some information, some visions for the foreign investors to decide to, to come to Brazil. Uh, and if they decide to come to Brazil, how they should operate it and, and, and where to get, can say, some financial resource if needed in the future. Uh, and as Grand Tort in Brazil, we have a, a, a very good network with those players, uh, we believe you are very well positioned to help uh, our future clients. And and thanks for you know 
the um, you know that detail. I, I can share even an example where it, it was really important to have that relationship uh, with Grant Thornton Brazil, where in particular one client that I was onboarding a couple of years back, um, it you know being a multinational and being used to separating the accounting from the tax functions and getting to realize that in particularly in Brazil, for the region they were in, because of the integration um, and, and that it is a tax-driven jurisdiction, it doesn't really make any sense because of the, the reporting that goes with it, the monthly uh, you know, bookkeeping records having to be uh, presented, um, you know, the compliance requirements in not only with the country, but within, you know, the region itself. Um, and even, you know, the understanding of the specifics around the issuance of the local invoices, the sales invoices. I remember, um, you know, going on calls about the Nota Fiscal and understanding exactly what it is that is required to be in that, which is so specific to Brazil and very different to other um, jurisdictions. So absolutely, I, I think leveraging off, um, you know, reliable professionals in um, in the region is absolutely key to avoid, uh, you know, disaster stories, to avoid additional costs um, and, and getting the planning from the outset done properly. So thanks very much for sharing that. Um, Maybe share with the audience, um, from your perspective, what are the three key compliance must-knows from an accounting and tax perspective that the audience need to be aware of so that they're not falling out with the regulatory authorities? Sure. Uh, <clears throat> I think the, the first one, Christina, is, as I just mentioned before, is Understand the Brazilian culture and particularity of states' territories, because, as I mentioned, each city, each state has their own tax, tax complexity and, and tax rates and so on. That is very important. Um, our um, environment, you need to to be because our I can say environment is, is have a compliance environment, I would say, in, in Brazil. And our compliance environment is always based on, on support documentation, as you, you mentioned, Christina. Uh, you have a solid monthly and year deliveries uh, requirements uh, that you need to comply. I mean, uh, and, the, and, the com and, and the compliance that has to be followed is, is, com is complex because we are as I mentioned, we are dealing with um, federal, state, um, you can say city uh, requirements and taxes. In addition to that, you have a, a labor law in Brazil that also is not easy. It's, there is a complexity. And, and in addition to that, the, the accounting books that you have. So for those uh, <clears throat> set of uh, informations, we need to, to, to prepare monthly you need to report monthly and also yearly and <clears throat> and you and those informations uh, that has to be reported uh, they are oversight by the government because uh, in brazil there is a, a almost a, a currently almost 100% of the 
the the the, the information that you provided uh, by the government uh, is is uh, is integrated by government system uh, IT. So um, uh, when you issue, for example, a, a, a invoice for for the client or client, or when you receive an invoice by the supplier, um, it's a those transactions is reported real time to the government. Um, so the government is supervising um, the company's transactions every, let's say, maybe second minutes uh, uh, in order, and everything around that is in order to, to avoid, can say, uh, fraud, or, or say the company's not paying tax, because it's a, it's a you can say, a, a far history of Brazil, uh, that currently I, I think is uh, um, is much very difficult. Uh, the company in Brazil uh, try to avoid not paying tax. So the because of this this environment Brazil, the the, the, the government for maybe ten years comes to improving the IT system in order to supervise the all transaction around the companies doing Brazil. Uh, those transactions also are linked with the, the banks and central banks in order to see what's going on. Um, that is that, and that it make our uh, one side in our tax and, and system complex, and the other side is very um, well integrated uh, in order to provide formations to the government. Yeah, and, and that's, a very, that's a very valid point, Daniel, because I, I remember effectively talking about, you know, the, the software approved by the government that needs to be in use and, you know, that real time reporting, which effectively means that where you are as a company, as a business, investing in having an outsource partner that helps you with that compliance aspect effectively is quite smooth and quite seamlessly but it is really important to be relying on the experts that that know the jurisdiction so that you're not um you know facing uh challenges with the the authorities down the line being the fiscal authorities or being the central bank or um or you know the labor labor authorities that you all of those um you know all of those different uh, regulatory body bodies that you need to report to in brazil so so that's really um where we can bring loads of value there so thanks thanks very much for for that and i have seen you know in, in my own engagements um how important it is you know to have that relationship and to help um clients navigate um those complexities yes so, so yes that's that's i mean uh, our environment brazil currently and uh and just to add one point is that i mean uh as i mentioned the government supervising in real time, I mean, also they, they issue notes to the companies that they believe are doing something wrong. I mean, uh, one, 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 one side, I mean, you when you receive a, a note for the government uh, in real time, uh, for sure, you spend time and you spend money in order to prove that you have not done anything wrong. Mm. Mm, absolutely. So, so maybe, maybe uh switching the question into what's coming right um are there any changes that you want to share today that businesses should be preparing for sure 
Um, that's I mean what I'm going to mention here is something that uh, is, is good for Brazil and 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 also is good for the, 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 the for investors. Uh, we are under um, a tax and administrative reforms with the current government. Uh, they are <clears throat> really working in order to make the, the tax system more easy to operate in Brazil, reducing the number of tax. They are something they are they are trying to, to implement in Brazil. And we know that's not easy because, as I mentioned, involve cities, involve all, all our, can say states of Brazil, but uh, they are working on that. Uh, in terms of administrative reforms, also they are trying to really um, reduce the cost in terms of number of people working the government and 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 also uh, improving um, the, the the digitalization around the 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 the, the, the process uh, internally in the government. That's I mean uh, uh, is good because. When you talk about tax and administrative, we are thinking in terms to make the life of investors uh, and the current population of Brazil much more easy to, to operate here. So those reforms are very important. Uh, secondly, uh, privatization. The government is working very, very hard in order to privatize the, the state-owned state companies in Brazil. Uh, <clears throat> we have, I think, during the last two years, more than... 770 Brazilian state-owned companies was privatized in Brazil. And currently, the largest energy uh, uh, generator uh, in Brazil that called Eletrobras, uh, we are, are entering in, the, in a, in a, in a privatization <clears throat> process. Uh, just was approved two weeks ago. And that is very important because we will attract more and more investor uh, for these huge state-owned company in Brazil. And there are much more. I mean, uh, we believe there are more 400 or between 7,400, 500 state-owned companies also to be privatized. And the important, because uh, you bring more investors, we transfer <clears throat> the operations to the private sector. That's make uh, the operation much more efficient and maybe reduce the price for the population. Sorry, that, that also, is very interesting because that is creating, you know, uh, uh, loads of opportunities to FDI to invest in Brazil at, at present. So very, very useful. Thanks for sharing that info. No, thank you. And the, and the last, I mean, <clears throat> improves in, 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 in in sector that need regulations that are very important, mainly for the, the infrastructure in Brazil, such as sanitations. Um, and when you, in what they did, uh, really they they uh, um, review the, the the regulations for the sanitation in Brazil um, to give more confidence uh, to 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 investor uh, really get interest and invest in Brazil. Well, for example. Uh, some change that I mean uh, that the government once the the investor let's say put their money in the, in the operations for sanitations, uh, the government cannot interfere in the in the the market in the market as a whole that would, could create some some can say a, a, a problems or difficult to the, the the foreign investors because of the, what happened in the past is that uh, for example. Uh, 
when the government decide to privatize it, some sectors, uh, such as, for example, telecommunications, the past at the beginning, after uh, the company has been privatized, there are some, you can say, politicians that try to create problems to investors, trying to get it, get the, the freedom out of them in order mm -hmm. to create in Brazil. That's, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, what this example is, is for a long, long time that happened. But uh, now, based on the experience that uh, we had in Brazil, the government is trying to to get our, get rid of of this province, improving the legislations to to invest or operate in Brazil. So that there's no interference in once once the process starts in terms of that investment. No, that's that's really good. And I also think in terms of, you know, the the digitalization will certainly make life easier, um, and and documentation being electronic rather than you know paper based. Um, I think that is you know really key in terms of attracting multinationals um, and foreign investment into into Brazil. So, muito obrigada. Foi um prazer. Um, it was really, really nice to have a chat with you today, Daniel. Um, thanks so much for your time. No, thank you, Christian. I, I appreciate um, having the opportunity to share some views around Brazil, good, good things and bad things. Uh, but it's very important to share with the audience um, that really think to to come to Brazil. Thank you very much. And if you need something, we are totally available. Uh, to talk with you, Christina, and anyone that are interested to come to Brazil. Brilliant. Thanks very much for listening to the podcast today. Uh, should you want more information, feel free to log into our website and follow the links. There will be collateral and brochures for you to learn more if interested. Thanks for listening and stay tuned. Like and share, and we'll have uh, another podcast coming out soon. Bye.